0: Game of the spirit realm. You can see a campus wild and dark when two, three people just decide to put the prayer candle, things will begin to change and their eyes will see it. So we cannot achieve too much if that candle is not born. If you put the candle on in the family, things will shift. If you put it on in your life, things will shift. If you put it on corporately in the ministry, things must shift. We insist. That anybody that was close enough must be baptized in the spirit of intercession. That's what we have freely from the Lord to give. We afflict men with that, with a burden of intercession. That's where they make life and power available to drive the agenda of God in a particular territory. Second point. I hope, um, you know, we need more prayers. We need more prayer centers. We need more prayer people. We need to network the city prayer-wise much more. You know, I heard that during the last meeting, some people did systematic work around the city, came to several strategic and sensitive points and made some utterances and anointed those places. We are supposed to be not seasonal, irregularly. Hallelujah. So before you are an usher, before you are a cameraman, you must first of all be an intercessor. Before you are a choir member, you must be first and foremost where an intercessor having the ability to cast out devils, to hear the spirit of God when he speaks to you. And so we cannot forget our custom because that's where we derive our power. It's three. a meeting that somebody is not prepared for that's the meeting he's seen seraphim the power of god was so intense in fact in calabar i did like this about 50 people just 50. my eyes opened i saw some strange kind of angels and the holy spirit spoke to me he said these are the prophetic angels so i now said now people will begin to prophesy the chaplain his secretary began to prophesy to him <laughs> he had the chaplain ran to the door i had to follow him i said no see this is the work of the holy spirit you know the work of god it was crazy crazy that night that i could carry my bible because god spoke to me that somebody was receiving a teaching ministry so the anointing fell on the person they brought the person i could carry my bible and show the person and the person will be slain My eyes I could slain. My God. Just it was powerful. I even made a declaration and utterance by the Spirit of God that I break the power of sin. They called me later. That is one guy was into smoking for 10 years. The appetite to smoke died. The appetite died. When I rebuked asthma, you could see patients began to manifest, so we gathered them. I was not teaching the congregation that I said, asthma is not a sickness. Asthma is what? It's a spirit. We saw them manifesting. As we casted out the spirit of asthma, they need to use an inhaler. At any. But there was a candle. I heard that pastor Simon of Nagi and he raised him back today and he created a ripple effect in the village candle <laughs> a conglomerate of wizards came together and said they wanted to expel the church in Naka away because the church has been given to prayer day and night that they are they can no longer fly they cannot perform their enterprise they can't even steal away in the night to put some coordinates. A, their village is a dangerous place because of this church. We have seen many churches before, but this one is a strange type. And after they finished the meeting, one of the people that attended Wizards came to the pastor and said, Pastor, I would have joined you, but me too i am a witch. You, you will spoil my destiny. Every witch has a too. My own is a whistle. I have a whistle. If I blow it, people will become spiritually weak and they will sleep off. But we have been blowing whistle. The man, instead of sleeping, he is rising again. That this is your type, we don't know it. Why? They can't do. That's our identity. Please don't allow the candle to burn off. Even if you are weak, cry out, say help me just be saying jesus say something that's who we are that's the identity that god wants us to have if you know our prayerlessness has spread like a plague you will know the devil is on rampage but i've told him you can spread spread across the niger but when you get to the benue river stop you won't you won't spread across this land we we are determined to maintain that heritage and no one will die before his time no one no one will die before it's And so we need to put that in place. We need to check our lives and evaluate what is your level of compliance. You don't need to have problems before you pray. Pray as a lifestyle. And if you have a long weekend, you can just say, let me put in six hours today. Put in seven hours. Just stretch yourself. Just put some, look for, for a, put in your generator. Slot in a tape, And lock the door. We can recommend tips to slot in that can help you hold your balance, hold your tongues until you, you travel in the spirit. That's the way of the people. That's how we win. We win because we generate power. We make life and power available. Now, so the next thing that we stand for is discipleship. Now, you see, the discipleship we do is not the normal type people do. I've studied the Bible for many years and I've come to realize that Christ is the center and the circumference of the Bible if people know any other thing all right they will eventually become religious are you and Christianity happens not to be a religion it's a manner of living because God has called us to participate in the God level The Bible says that he has made us partakers of the divine nature. If you check that word, partakers in the Greek is koinonia, has made us fellowship with persons of the divine nature. Right? That means the, the fellowship level has been what? Upgraded. Are you with me? People must know about their God. They must know how to get their God to talk to them. They must know how to hear God. How to obey God. They must understand the consequences that befalls them when they disobey God. They must know that the point of alignment is their heart. So a man can backslide in his heart. Even though he's still coming to church. But in his heart, he has departed. They must know that the first premise of seeking to ascertain your standing is where they must also know that if something that you have defeated before is trying to manifest it means it's a time for you to shut down and go for prayer you get it oh you are not with me i know you you are so too victorious nothing wants to manifest but you conquered before wants to manifest maybe you conquered anger and suddenly you just discovered that you became angry again and all your body started shaking as you used to shake before what is the meaning of that prayer and fasting is calling for prayer and fasting. go and submit that anger again on the altar submit it hallelujah and keep submitting it keep submitting it until there's a witness that there's victory if you live that way you will never fail Now, so we cannot overemphasize the need to tell people about the path of spiritual progress and how to gain alignment with God. We cannot overemphasize how that people need to understand and know the present revelation position of the spirit. They must know the seasons and timings of their lives and the emphasis of that season. Because any new spiritual level you get into activates new laws. There are new laws that you must be acquainted with. There's a new education that you must come into. There's a new utterance that that new level gives you. There's a new dimension of authority that comes upon you if you can fulfill the laws in that realm. Just like astronauts explore space, we are expected to explore Christ. That's our calling. So the discipleship we are talking about is teaching men the revealed knowledge of Christ. And as they begin to grow in Christ, there are some things you don't even need to teach them. It's a living educational system that God keeps on building as they proceed in the journey. Hallelujah. Every other doctrine comes to support that doctrine. No other doctrine can stand by itself. But the doctrine of Christ is a major teaching that is in the scripture. Whereas there are other teachings in the Bible christianity is not all about teachings it's about christ you get it i can teach holiness without showing you christ what i've given you are sets of teachings it cannot deliver you to only make you a religious man i can teach prosperity without showing you christ it will only make you greedy i can teach faith without showing you christ it will make you self-centered But we must understand that Christ is tabernacle in you as the Spirit. Alright? Everything that God wants to give us was packaged into that personality called the Holy Spirit. You must know him. You must know how he functions. You must know the laws in his realm. You must know how to subscribe. You must know what he requires from you. You must know the principles by which he functions. Because anytime the Holy Spirit functions, he ministers death to the old creation and he ministers life to the new creation ministers life to your spirit, but the ministers death to the old creation. Every confidence, ambition that you had, that precipitates out of your human perspective, he will kill it. He will make it impossible for your human ambitions to come to pass, but he will make it possible for your purpose in God to prosper. Are you with me? So we need to know that. And that's what we have given ourselves to know. Amen. We study righteousness and holiness from a perspective that our god is holy the god that is in your spirit is a, if his ways prosper with you he wants to make you the way he is all right you must understand that his nature and character is already in your spirit with his presence when god told moses the land that you are standing on is holy ground it's not because god removed the dirty things from there what made it holy the presence of god So, what makes you holy is the presence of the holy spirit he wants to spread his holy nature so that the character of your soul will take that template of his character and so if there is anger in your life there's an extent to which you will exhibit that anger that you lose peace you quarrel with him he's telling you that this is not me if you want me to prosper you have to die to that accept that you will let go that thing and carry it and submit it to me let me take it from you and build in its place my own response in that situation you get it it's all weaved around the work of the spirit we cannot preach holiness in isolation of the work of the spirit righteousness in isolation of the work of the spirit prosperity in isolation of the work of the you no know, you anything you take outside of that crucible you are establishing the ground for religion And that's why it's possible for a preacher to know god and the people he has disciple through meticulous teachings to be disconnected from god because it's not about teachings it's about christ do you understand what i'm talking about you teach holiness and teach only people you have taught no one is holy everyone is just doing a show meanwhile i've done that kind of teaching before i've taught like that before i taught holiness from verse by verse scripture by scripture i pro- produce hypocrites that we come and just say take me out i am meanwhile there were rogues <coughs> then i had to go back and say wait what am i doing wrong and i knew I was only giving them teachings. I was not exposing the realm of reality. Christ and the kingdom he wants to establish in us. When I focus on Christ and his kingdom, the way you are praised to establish his will, people like Christ started rising. Hallelujah. People like Jesus started rising. And I've seen mighty conversions. People from the deepest, dark parts of hell rescued and set on the path to light. Greatly gifted and... I've seen that. I've seen impossible people that they have already written off in their families come to the Lord and one year of discipleship in this light have become mighty for God. I've seen that. I've seen it among Ibo's, among Niger Delta, among Hausa. Oh my God so it's about Christ if you miss it then you give them teachings when you give them teachings they will mentally relate to it and try to become it by human resources and they will become religious people what you have given them is the ability to be critical but the ability to be spiritual is in Christ and so that's the purpose and the center and the circumference of the kind of discipleship that we do are you with me You can know the Bible. There are many people that are lecturers in seminaries today that are not born again. They are still in the seminary because that's their job. There was somebody that was a a teacher the other time that was teaching CRK. She was a Muslim. (laughs) You are not with me. You are not with me. She, she was doing it because that's her job. She was a Muslim. Teaching here post-missionary journey. And she teaches it with skills. It's not about teachings. It's about what? Christ. Don't forget that. The personality that is in your spirit. That wants you to become more like him. That wants to empower you to fulfill his own purpose for your life. So that it's no longer you that live it. But what? It's Christ that live it in you. The story of Christianity is not just a changed life, but an exchanged life. It's no longer I that live it. It is what? Not just a changed life, but what? This is not me. I know my ability. This ability I have is not me. If you know me when I was born, I'm a stammerer. This one you are seeing and I can talk like this. is not I. It's what? Christ. Not changed, but what? Exchanged. That's the gospel. Hallelujah. Then, the third perspective has to do with our outreach. We have discovered that if we have to put Tivland, Biggede land, and Edoma land on the missionary scale and judge it the way territories are judged as either rich people or unriched people. Based on what I have seen in the little journeys that we have made around the state, I assure you, we are very, very enriched. Because there are places where, not too far from here anyway, not too far from Makodi, where they are naked, worshipping a snake spirit. Not too far from here. I know you will not believe them. Just. And you see God's people. Oh my, all kinds of stuff. And so we must have a way to reach these people. And we take responsibility to reach as many as we can get to. And because of that, we have planted satellite churches across. And I heard that they just started another new one on Sunday morning. Along this axis. Hallelujah sometimes when you have four weeks holiday one month holiday let us go and labor with them if all you know is the walkways of my body and the lecture rooms of your university and the saloon where you do your hairdo where you take your passport if, if, if that's all you know then uh, hallelujah take a break Go and run in the woods for, in tongues for four days and come back. Your heart will be established in righteousness. When you see people living in those conditions and still worshiping God, you will know you don't have a problem. Many of you believe you need a breakthrough. Let's go to Agrabi. By the time you come back, you know the Lord is good. You see conditions under which people dwell. Hallelujah. You remember that day we went to the village The inside one I, I, I was just trying to compare the sisters we came with from hallelujah with those sisters in the village what's the difference if you give those sisters in the village the opportunity you have given them they will be the same now that you are the way you are is it because you you but you bribe God meanwhile you might claim you have problems plenty problems that are on your head by the time you go to that place there's a village like that children of six years old had no names because the shrine must mention a name before the people are named so there were six people waiting people waiting down the line six years for six years the shrine is mute so it's nameless We saw people from that village, most of them were crippled. Because when the shrine becomes excited and he wants to bless them, that's how he blesses them. Gives them the mark of paralysis. And you happen to have primary school education. You even went beyond primary school, you have secondary school education, you can read and write. And then you proceeded and went to the university, and then you feel all about. What it's all about is just being cool and just moving around the walkways of... You don't understand. It's always easy for you to detach yourself from the mission and live for yourself. But when you do that, you are a big man. Small man in a big body. You are empty. And as we run around, you see so many communities that need help. So much... uh, we need so, so much finances to support them. We need more laborers to go and join them on the field. There are so many communities that have already told us that they are ready for us to come establish our churches so that they can stop worshiping idols. They have said it. But we don't have hands to. Because if we are going to send them here, we'll have to make sure that they are sustained. New centers have been opened. And the gospel of Jesus has been preached. And the wonder is that We are having records of genuine salvation. People that were doing all kinds of stuff, coming to the Lord wholeheartedly, coming with their families, bringing all the things they were using and submitting wholeheartedly, committing themselves to prayer, morning, evening, morning, evening, and it's just going. I think almost throughout this year, they'll be doing morning and night prayers, night vigils every day, opening the place, a gathering of sorcerers could not dispatch their, could not destroy them. Hallelujah. Their prayers were so intense, so strong. Now listen to me. There's a three-fold assignment. Intercession, discipleship, and outreach. And every center that is established Goes with the same template. They begin with intercession. And discipleship. If they have enough muscle. They go out. Evangelist Christ's wife just came back from. I don't know the name of the village. After four days of dry fasting. They preached in the church. She asked Pastor Victor's wife to sing. And she was just praying in tongues. And suddenly the power of God just fell upon them. All kinds of deliverances, demons. Hallelujah. Began to manifest in the place. When the service ended, people could not go home. They had to sit down. And the pastor confessed that he has never seen the power of God. <laughs> you know, the Bible said that the little one shall become a thousand. Only God knows what you can become. When I was telling my little friends that we're going to the university, I was advising them, counseling I said, when I was on that campus, there was a place I used to pray. I was an intercessor. That was what I was. God refused me. I was an ESCO member, a Bible study secretary in 100 level. And after I was an ESCO in 100 level, which is not normally the case because they will not admit you into ESCO in 100 level. Then I had finished Bible school. I was vomiting scriptures like, like a termite. <laughs> now, after hundred level, God forbade me from being an escort. Say, I should go and raise a prayer altar. And I told her, I said, I left an altar there. Go and find it. When you begin to pray, where we stopped, God will begin to give you insight. It was on that altar that God gave me the teaching ministry. It was on that altar that God released the prayer. I started operating the power of God when I was on campus. People come for meetings and they get slain right there. I say, "Go back to that altar. there is a heritage that you can plug into and you can stand upon the covenants that I made with God." And they went and then they began to pray, began to pray, and then suddenly they began to have visitation. If they didn't have testimonies, I' would be surprised. are you I are you, are you with me? If they had no testimony I will, I'm not surprised that there are testimonies. I would rather have been surprised if there are no testimonies. <laughs> and you people have not seen anything yet. Because we were praying one of those days on the altar. And one man drank beer. And he was drunk. And he was singing a song. I have, well, he was singing a song. And he was strolling down. And then this was where we were praying. And the guy was passing by that way. And he got to the place when he got to the line where he could not cross again now this is where we were all right he was going there and then he could not cross this line he got here he could not go forward like this he stayed here and began to cry yeah he tried to go back he could not go back he tried to go forward but we did not notice he had problems so we just saw somebody doing like this Then he will hold his waist. I didn't know that an angel had gone to obstruct him. Now, if that is the last time I saw that, I will not know what happened because I still saw it again and again in different places. The guy was arrested by an angel after he did that, he stayed for one hour because the prayers are normally three hours. After he did it for one hour, then he cried, ah! Come on! So, we came to his rescue. What's your problem? He had been trying to take a step. Since. I've been trying to. So we had to arrest him. He he himself. Asked us to give him Jesus. That is he. He begged. After one hour of trying to take what. And he's doing like that for one hour. gave his life to Christ we invaded the snooker board that's why snooker is no longer raining on that campus we invaded the snooker board people that were caught is spoken tongues. caught his black ass people they spoke in tongues. the Holy Ghost has taken over the atmosphere then one lecturer now called me and said why not graduate first If I had followed that lecture, I would not be your pastor today. Why not gradu- graduate? Hi, hey, what's this? See your grade. He has Why not? Then I even went to a priest somewhere. Then boy came and said, he's going to make sure I fail. He actually failed me. That's what gave me an extra year. But God told me in 300 level I will have an extra year. He allowed Abouho to be used to give me the extra year. Because he said, I have not finished my assignment. So he will give me one year. So Abuho now was used as the instrument to facilitate it. So he now thought that he could have been able to give me an extra year without God's permission. When he tried it the second time, an angel struck him. And then he was in the hospital for many months. You know, he has long beard. So another lecturer marked our exam. And I, I think I got a B. When we we had max senate sat on it then he was released from the bed then he had to he shaved his beard he shaved you can't predict what happens when people pray hallelujah and mighty things began to happen i've seen that i was praying we're doing a prayer meeting in zaria and a lady was there a lady wanted to this one did not drink this one is normal eh then she wanted to She began to struggle. I've seen that again. This one was not a drunk. We went there again and harvested her. You will see greater things. So that's what we're doing and that's the effect it is having. We're going to have the effect larger next year. It's going to be flowing everywhere because God's revival is going to be coming in a higher measure. And that's why we need to prepare. Hallelujah. In view of this, I hope you understand our threefold. It's so clear, so easy. And just in case you need a scripture. For, that the ministry is based on the scriptures in Isaiah chapter 1. Can we go back to Isaiah chapter 1? Let me explain a little. Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah chapter 1, actually, verse 9 is our scripture as a ministry, but you will not understand just verse 9 in isolation or some other verses. So I'm going to read from that point. And anytime we have a meeting like this, we'll just refresh those points. Hallelujah. Uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 Hear, O heavens. Hear, O earth, for the Lord hath spoken, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth its owner, and the ass his master's crib But Israel doth not know, my people doth not consider. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, the seed of evildoers. Children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. Why should ye be stricken any more? Ye will revolt more and more, and the whole head is sick, the whole heart is faint. From the sole of the foot, even unto the head. There is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed. Neither bound up. Neither mollified with ointment. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Your land strangers devour it in your presence. And it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. And the daughter of Zion is left as a cottage in the vineyard. As a lodge in the garden of cucumbers. As a besieged city. Except... The Lord of hosts had let unto us a very small remnant. We would have been as Sodom, and we would have been like unto Gomorrah. We always said that, we have always said that the remnant factor is a strategy. It's a strategy that God puts in place when his heritage has been lost. God had eternal covenants with the ancestors of the nation of Israel he had promises he had covenants and prophecies and it happens to be that if a generation rises that is opposed to the principles of these covenants and promises and prophecies God has a right to judge them because of the covenant he has with their forefathers are you with me now nevertheless because the covenant is ongoing and speaks about a continuing city God will have to preserve, even though he's judging, he must look for a way to preserve a few so that his covenants with the house of Israel can continue. So, the remnant factor is a strategy. It's a strategy that God has decided to adopt in this day. When the majority of the body of Christ have taken on to dancing to the beat of a different drummer, he has preserved for himself a few people that are still willing to follow the ways of the first fathers. And he commits unto them grace and he commits unto them impartation so that they can carry the burden of his covenant and fight his wars and preach his message and prophesy his his his, his perspective hallelujah now so we believe that the revival of the end time will be born on the shoulders of a few people we believe that these few people are the people that decided to come out of the mainstream and the main line of deception that have besieged a particular generation to cut covenant with God like the sons of God in the book of Genesis chapter 4. Men that began to call upon the name of the Lord. And God separated unto himself these few people and it was from that lineage that Jesus was made manifest. That's the remnant factor. We decide to dance to the beat that Christ is beating. And we decide to pledge our allegiance to his flag. We decide not to be a part of the Christians that are just running on the scale and the dictates of the angel of commerce. We want to be to our king, just like our ancestors, in favor with God. There was a difference in their life. There was a perspective that they sustained. That's a remnant factor. Upon them, God continues his program, even when he decides to judge the same generation. Do you get it? So that's the idea. And that's the threefold agenda intercession, discipleship, and outreach. Every member must be an intercessor first. That's your first identity. Before you be start connecting wire, you must be baptized into what? Not just corporate intercession, you must also be baptized into personal intercession. First identity. Second identity is that we must be passionate about. Presenting the present revelation position of the spirit to believers that have been beguiled, Believers that have been blinded genuinely. And then thirdly, we must be given corporately and individually to outreach. Bringing people into the kingdom of God. And not necessarily so that we can pastor them. But bringing them into the kingdom of God so that any, any tangent of the body of Christ that has the capacity to disciple them Effectively, can swing into action. Hallelujah. Now, so these are the things that we have been doing for the past five years through many instrumentalities. One of the instrumentalities by which we achieve this is our monthly meetings that we do. People, believers, get to come from different denominations. Who is a who is a Catholic here? Catholic. All right. Okay. All these guys are Catholics. Amen. That one is when I saw her the first time I thought she was a reverend mother. Reverend mother. But she speaks in tongues and prophesies now. Hallelujah. Now NKST. Amen. Leave the raise it where well now. What's what's this? Alright. Oh Chief Kato too is Amen. And God is helping us to go beyond the labels, beyond the de- denomination, so that we can find Christ and find rest for our souls. We have Assemblies of God, we have uh, Christian Center, we have Dunamis, we have any living faith here? We have all kinds of, alright? So we have gone beyond denomination. Our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ, not denomination. God's perspective is on nations and generations, but our perspective as human beings is on denomination. The day in which we live is a day that God is making us more one with each other. So all those parochial, all those things that stand in the way of our unity and our corporate strength is being fizzled out when the apostolic and the prophetic presence in the church begins to point the center and the circumference, which is Christ the King. And everybody begins to pledge their allegiance. A mighty force from heaven breaks upon the face of the earth. And the power of God's government comes into the territories. Hallelujah. This is why we do what we do. And God will bless in Jesus' mighty name. As you all know, we are uh, three years now in TV broadcasting. Three years now in TV broadcasting. And um, I found out based on the feedback we get to get from the field hallelujah we have we have had ministers from assemblies of god from dunamis from um the orthodox anglican methodist Anglo. hallelujah many ministers have asked us for the script we teach and we said we we preach inspiration we don't preach from Hallelujah. And so right now in Yola, in Abuja, some parts of Abuja in, Abuja, in Onicha, in Aba, in Enugu, in, and there's this guy again, some people in Botswana, in Malawi, Swaziland, Sime and Principe and Cameroon. These are the places where we have major feedbacks coming from. Hallelujah. And they look forward to every Tuesday. So the discipleship work that is going on is not just happening in this hall. It's happening across the, of the world. That's why those kind of evil spirits that uh, Matthew says he sees, they are from, they are, some of them are not Nigerian demons, they are from the coastlands. So what we actually come against is much more than our eyes can see. We have caused trouble in different zones. Enlightenment is coming. And um, I believe the time has come for us to go to them too. Because they have been calling us all these years and this is not the time. But in September this year, he has given us clearance. Now a passageway has been made. You can go to the nations of the world. So we have been doing that and there are responses. In fact, there's a woman... A muslim that gave her life to christ because of our broadcast she's in cano um there's a woman that was watching also in cano and while she was watching the broadcast she went and touched the screen and she was filled with the holy ghost and she spoke in, in, in tongues she spoke in tongues um I, we pastors without number i've called in Some people's pastors children have called in to tell us that they they, they smoke but their pastor their father doesn't know that we should conduct deliverance for them so we have been doing such rehabilitation prayers on the phone in the night through text messages discipling people doing all of that you know after the broadcast that's where ministry starts text messages phone calls for prayers people from worry people from cameroon people from 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 namibia all kinds of and so we, after Tuesday, we have work on Wednesday, more work on Thursday because sometimes they show it again on Friday morning. Then we now have work, work. Discipline is, is just terrible. And recently, since our books came out, we have also been having. It's strange. Hallelujah. It's strange. So what we are doing is beyond our territory. The media has given us the power to reach so many people. And now the print media has also afforded us stronger opportunity. Hallelujah. Now we have friends from Calabar. We have friends, a lot of friends. I mean a lot. I mean a lot. Our friends in Calabar are more than the people that come for our meeting here. Our friends in Zaria are more than the people that come for our meetings here. In Zaria, if we choose to hold a meeting in this auditorium, it will, it will be full. If we move to the next one, this one will become empty. The next one will become full. We don't need poster in Zaria. It's as if we are stronger. The effect is stronger in Zaria than it is out here. So we are doing something beyond the scope. We don't have a facility, a hall, or a place of our own that we can invite all these people. And if we invite all of them, we are talking about like 2,000 people. And so we need land. When we get a bigger land and set up something... You will be amazed what you will see. Some people say they want to come and say, please don't come, okay? We, can't, we don't have where to put you. So we are pastoring people that many of our brethren have not seen. The prayers we are making here is affecting several people. We have tons of stories of people that gave their life to Christ from, from the heart of hell. That now are anointed by God have seen that kind of deliverance happen everywhere and god is at work so the website is also up and since the website went up we had a few people correspond with us i think somebody just no this one of them he was in germany when we started putting up the the website and he just listened we had only a few messages up then he listened to one let him tell us what happened
1: It was a time of, uh, I was, I'm a leader with U2T mission, and so we were on, I was on vacation, and i had been a place where i had been discipling a lot of people, preaching, teaching, traveling to different countries, and so I was back in Germany, and I was really dry, like really spiritually, I felt like, man, I need ministry, I need some prayers, I need someone to pray for me to, you know, and it was very hard, I searched and it was hard to find that connection. In Germany they don't speak English. I had typed on the internet to find prayer houses where I can go to pray, but I just couldn't find. And then at that point I just was praying and I really asked God, what do I do? And then I just remembered to Aram Sai on, on Google and I started searching for Aram and It was hard to... I couldn't remember Remnant clearly, the name of the ministry. So I typed in Arum Osai and then eventually I saw Remnant and then I go to the website and I I found two same... I think on pathway to spiritual... spiritual. Yes. And so when I saw that and in fact it was something that really excited, just turning open the the website, I just had such a conviction to, to pray, like just grace was just available at the moment and i actually stayed awake all through that night till like 6 a.m after it's been like maybe two weeks or so i couldn't pray at all just that weakness and just dryness Mm. Amen. amen
0: and so the website affords us the opportunity to communicate with so many other people a few of them get to with us now a great preacher and teacher a disciple a missionary that tours different nations spanish nations european nations and things like that and then suddenly he just needs to drink something so through the website we get to reach a lot at a time we had only 10 sermons on the website and those 10 sermons you will not believe We will receive text messages plus 267 that's what code what country code is that at least plus four 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 is uk all kinds of messages people that listening to some of the messages there and they we're so blessed. When I went to the website, I was quarrelling the media people. Why did you people put old sermons here? Then I became patient. I clicked it, and I myself was blessed. The, something that part of spiritual progress is still there. Okay, so we have, in fact, we have uploaded so many messages now, and we'll still keep doing that as God helps us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thirdly, one of the strategies we adopt is that we get two DVDs, get 300 of our sermons, and then we go to campuses, look for someone that has a system, he downloads it, and they tell him, to everybody for free. When you come back one month later, some people are already possessed with the Holy Ghost. Right now, I'm telling you, in Unicard, there's a revival there. You don't need to go out for evangelism before somebody comes and tells you he wants to give his life to Christ. Right now, Unicard. That's the unical, the home of the Malabites. There's a revival there. That's what we did in Zaria. We took 38 messages. We asked them to circulate it. And people from the Catholic Church, the next time we went, many, I mean up to five hundred people from the Catholic Church were in attendance in our meetings. And many of them confessed that when they gave their life to Christ, they only had 38 sermons to hear. So we had to give them upgrade them to, to 200 some we have people now that have received impartation from those messages and they are they have heavy teaching ministries i saw one man teaching like me in zaria i had to pascal he's a, he's a catholic god born again and he's just like two years old you he, he must have had if you ask him how many how many hours say 22 hours 22 hours pascal mighty teacher of the word of god now State. I can, I will bring evangelists or oh, can it he be here? He was listening to our messages when the portals of heaven opened and he encountered that one. Even if you tell him that I'm an armed robber and I rob with gun, he will kill you. He's an old man of 60 something years. If I land Zaria, he will bring his helix to come and carry me. And he will wait until I tell him to go. Even if it's 11 in the night. I say, go home. before you Okay, like look at this mom is here now. What can we do to deceive them now at this age? The man gave his life to Christ and he's having serious encounters with God. He's just a young convert, but his growth has been accelerated. His growth has been accelerated, and we have people like that in Kaduna. Went to Kaduna the other time, and it's something else. In fact, in Kaduna, it was so dramatic. A doctor in NMPC quarters, he, I mean, his wife vacated their bedroom because that's the only room that has AC. They vacated it and said, Son of man, see, please, I, I had to look at myself with my short knicker. What is it? No, it's not about the short knickers. Something is happening. God is doing something. God is doing something. So many things brewing. We were in a meeting in Kaduna. It was just a small conference. We didn't advertise it so that so many people were just us. In that meeting, God came down strong like this, and God began to slay pastors. In that meeting, it was strong. After a good two hours in the word of God, we just said, let us praise more. Mm-hmm. The whole place was overtaken. Diverse kinds of impartations and encounters. By the time my book was still in the computer, people wanted to start paying. Because some of them, some of those pastors went and peeped and read some pages. They wanted to drop. So they called me and said, no, no don't receive anybody's money until we have the problem. So you see, our tapes are not for sale. Even if you have, um, what do I call it? Memory card on your phone. Go to the media unit. They'll, they'll tip some for you. And right now in Lagos, in Kaduna, in Jos, everywhere it has spread. Hallelujah. The word of the kingdom has gone round. And so, with the spread of those messages, is also the spread of the scope of our mission field. There are two things we need to achieve next year. First thing that we need to achieve is that the 23 local governments of Benin State we are going to hold crusades in all 23 local governments. 2013 evangelism, evangelism. That's what I mean, evangelism, evangelism, evangelism. All the evangelists in the house. It's your time. It's your time. We are making plans to uh, get this vehicle. I had it's 1.8 million. Uh, it's a Mercedes Benz truck. That truck can carry full crusade equipment. And that truck is also a stage. Hallelujah. If you bring this side down all right bring that side down what is left is a stage and then there's a pulpit there there's the pa system here there's pa system there's a good microphone and you have enough room for evangelism and we are going to drive that jesus truck from Makodi down to vandekia preaching the gospel of jesus christ (laughs) hallelujah you know, two of us can't remain. Either the devil goes or we go. We have served the devil a quick, quick notice. We are going from village to village and, and Bainway said shall be free in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's one of the things we intend to achieve and we are working on getting the truck and by the grace of God, there are some things we want to sell. Those things will be sold in Jesus' name. When we get them sold, one day in a service like this, you will just see a truck. And we'll write on it. Put something... Hallelujah. And we'll go around all the 23 local governments. At any point in time that you are disposed to go with the team, remember, what do we do first? We set the candlestick in place. When the candlestick begins to burn and there's enough illumination, we'll look through the light and the hiding place of darkness will be discovered. That's one of the things we intend to achieve. Because God has poured out a mighty grace of evangelism. And so all the evangelists will have to, you know, uh, beat your, your, your plushers into weapons of war and let the weak say, I am strong. We are going to hold specific prayers just in case you have the calling of an evangelist. There will be an evangelical circle that will begin to exist from January. And special prayers will be going on in that circle. Because the fields are white unto harvest. And we are going to lift up our eyes and behold it. Hallelujah. Now in 2013, because of the kind of trouble we want to cause, we are going to insist that we will have a very strong prayer base. This place. Right? Strong prayer base. Chain prayers. All kinds of prayers. My God. pray, Jesus. All kinds of stuff. Because the Lord has revealed to us that the first window of revival will be open 2013. We want that window and the rain to meet us on the field. Doing the master's business. Hallelujah. And you see, second thing we want to achieve is that as we are carrying the Calvary, we want to do a prophetic march in every local government of Benway State. And so all intercessors and prophets. I heard you people went to North Bank to anoint some places. Not just North Bank. There's a place called Korinya City. Korinya. (laughs) Jesus. All the way to Korinya City. That's where you are from. all right. That place that they said is bones in a leather bag. We have to unveil the leather bag and isolate the, the Bones. Bones in the letter bar <laughs> ah. hallelujah so we are doing the benway tour 2012 is for outreach and for prophetic prayers sensitive places like bandekia the graveyard of Jatoka. Jah- all those places we need to do some prophetic things we need to do some prophetic things in the sensitive areas I had a, a name of a place is called anyaka anyaka we have to visit an envoy we we'll visit all those places, and we are bringing down all the altars that have been holding this land bound. Benway shall be free. In Jesus mighty name. So we are going fully into apostolic ministry from 2013. I want to believe that all the babies in the house have become men now. So let's go and get acquainted with our father's business. Meanwhile, we still continue what we used to do. But in addition to that, this is a specific strategy that we want to see that we get to fulfill in the year 2013. As we go around crusading, we also go around doing prophetic things. And strong intercessory parades until everything in the land speaks Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, we are in the month of November. Abby. So, the month of very sensitive month for us because we are going headlong into prayers just in case you have sensed the calling of an evangelist we want to give that office a focus 2013. the the evangelists who have focus in 2013 want to go around all the places go around the street corners make holy noise pray all kinds of prayer until the witches run into their hiding places, then we'll establish new covenants in the land. Hallelujah. The God of heaven, he will prosper us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, towards the turning of the year, the end of this year, and the beginning of next year, we'll also be going into many other things hallelujah we'll be doing many other things you know when we started out it was just like uh, we were five brothers and one sister no five brothers two sisters five brothers two sisters coming together for one year to pray in one house In drug law, close to drug law, in the cave there, we used to pray and we were consistent. The bonding fire of God was being kindled. Hallelujah. Then, we were just young people. Then, none of us was married. We were just moving under the influence of the passion that the Holy Spirit had kindled in our hearts. But from that time, I guess I was the first person to get married. And all the brethren. I had to we had to the boss that brought people from Makodi because I married somewhere in the West. And it was everybody was involved. Prayerfully. Financially. As much as we could muster. The influence and the spirit of brotherhood the key of david the key of the beloved was in amongst us hallelujah strong love strong brotherly love and passion was the things that kept us going and we have decided that even though our numbers may multiply that strong brotherly love and passion integrity probity dignity and righteousness and Godliness will be the power lines that will drive us. Hallelujah. Amen. So it has continued as the great one has preserved us. Amen. The great one has preserved us. Now many pastors felt that because there were so many young people in our midst that we were going to get distracted. That there was going to be A release of the flesh. And we promise them that if we. Are to keep pace with the Holy Spirit. Their expectations will not come to pass. And now we are five years going. And we have no scar from the kingdom of darkness. We believe. That this pattern will continue so. In the name of Jesus Christ. That we will have healthy relationships. And healthy families will result out of them. Great things will be established and God's great name will be glorified in the name of Jesus Christ. For many years after I got married, none of the brethren could see a damsel. A time came, I became worried. I had to send them away from prayer and tell them to go and look for a damsel. And my efforts did not yield too much because they came back empty handed so i now decided not to disturb them anymore that in god's time he will perfect all things but i believe you know they could see the kinds of visions they saw money they saw eating, they saw rain they saw fire they even saw evil spirits in their dreams but they never saw themselves and it was a body But after... Oh, sorry. After a long time, I didn't know that all of these answers we're praying for were locked up in a particular... I've come to discover... The thing experience has done for me as a preacher, is that I have come to discover the way God operates. At least a little more than I did. I remember those days, if you were going to lead prayer in our church, one of the prayer points, even if we are praying, anything we are praying for, marriages, uh, revival, you must pray that God should bring millionaires to the ministry. That, That prayer was not seasonal. It was a constant prayer that millionaires should Looking back, now, it's 19 years now, and the prayers were not answered. No, I know you will laugh. We prayed for millionaires that God should bring millionaires, and no millionaire was added. But rather, you know what God did? God heard our prayer and answered it in his own way. He began to raise the millionaires from among the useless boys there. But the pastor could not imagine that out of these useless boys and girls, millionaires can eventually come out. So what he did was that he he drove us all away. And when we left the church, that was where we became millionaires, outside. At least if I didn't learn anything from that season, I I learned that God does things in seasons. He answers our prayers, but sometimes he doesn't answer it the way we want. He gives it, he, he uses his mercy to still answer the prayers within the context Of his own way. And so have we seen the Lord again. And we are emboldened to call him the God of times and seasons. When the season came, people began to see themselves until we told them, don't see again. (laughs) Do not behold again and they still be heard. The Lord give you understanding. Well my roommate, you know a roommate uh, while we were building the spiritual tower. He will be getting married. I'm talking about my roommate, Joshua Sega And uh, I know you, all of you know the sister, so let's not. Huh? Okay, just for formality's sake, pretend as if you don't know. Let Brother Joshua please rise up for recognition. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we request the distinguished presence of uh, Sister Marvel Marvel. You know, it's on people's wedding invitation. You see strange names. <laughs> Edo's own was Cynthia. I never knew that, that name. Now I'm saying mother. The Lord will give us understanding in Jesus' name. On the 29th of December. And the wedding will be taking place not here. But in Benway Hotel Open Ground. Please take note. Benway Hotel Open Ground. You must ask it. Huh? Why? Ah. We'll explain after the wedding. <laughs> we'll explain, okay? So, no questions. Bene Hotel, open ground. You will see us there with our clergy. Regalia. We'll be, we'll be right there on time. And you know, we, it's open ground. Because it's open air. Crusade. Just in case you want details. Strange things will happen. There, that day. Don't prepare as if you are coming for a normal wedding. You are, it's... Okay. On the 29th of December. Bring, bring, the, sick. <laughs> bring the sick. Bring the lame. cripple So that wedding will be taking place and... Um, oh sorry please take note the time is going to be 3 p.m 3 p.m don't come there by 10 you won't see anybody there if you're asking why 3 p.m you don't worry just come all right why open air just come 3 p.m Prompt. benue hotel open ground not the hall it's open. you see all our colors displayed there. And uh, something strange will happen. Hallelujah. Now, reports reaching me now, reveal. Brother Boniface has finished his introduction. In Kaduna. I was there in Kaduna when I saw them dressed for introduction. But I could not attend because my flight was that same day so i gave them my goodwill and i went to the airport so they have concluded that now and uh we will communicate the date of the wedding subsequently the lord helping us in the name of jesus christ so as issues like this come up we'll do well to communicate it to the rest of the brethren so that we can fully participate in it amen people that are gifted in the that are caterers gifted caterers this is your day and all kinds of arrangements and please don't uh, be bothered if you are drafted into a function that you don't normally do it's just so that we can make their day the best that we can afford god helping us in jesus mighty name um where is sister esther Aka-ge-ge. please can you come out I know you won't like to come out but please she lost her mom during the last meeting with hallelujah I was in Lagos and I called Mrs. Aka have you been coming back can we please get on your knees the lord is the comforter the lord is the helper can you pray for this lady for strength for courage And the hand of god will rest upon her mightily every time there's a vacuum vacuum is created by some form of loss it is such seasons that we need to invite the presence of the comforter and you release the ministry of the, com- the Comforter, the comforter ministry of the Comforter. that you find strength in your sorrow, you find courage in your circumstances, you find comfort for your heart. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, as a congregation. We bestow your rich grace upon your daughter, Esther, tonight. We release the ministry of the Holy Spirit to administer comfort, courage, and strength. Great one. A great vacuum has been created. And so we look to the comforter to make up for the loss. Let this become a circumstance that will engender greater spiritual strength and alignment. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen.